Hey, I'm India. I'm Gwen. And, and this, this is Another Girls Podcast. Today we're talking about letting go, specifically how hard it is to break up. And relationships. Breaking up, making up. Breaking up, making up situationships. All those things. It's it's December. It's time to let that shit go. Yeah. Any stale <laughs> connections. Time to let that shit go. I'll just figure it out. I don't know. Uh. Um. Any housekeeping that you would like to discuss? Um. You have to give us a a five star review. Otherwise, you're gonna get coal for Christmas um you know that we have an editor and producer his name is Anthony D. Capri I'm going to plug him as often as I can because I really appreciate him um what else do I want to what else do I want to tell you um I think that's you guys are really quiet I would like I would like some DMs from you. I would like, you know, some comments, questions, suggestions for future episodes, feedback. What did you like? What did you didn't like? Um, I'm here to build a community, goddammit. So participate in it. Okay. Well, with that being said, I think that's what Gwen wants for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> um, so on average, how many times do you think you go back to a situation or a relationship before it's really over? Um, it's kind of hard to say. If you had to make like a breaking guess. Up, like breaking up, like I'm... Is it like in my head I was like, oh, this is done. I'm not talking to them anymore. Or is it me like communicating with them like this is done. We're not seeing each other romantically anymore. Yeah. It's the latter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably like uh, I think after the second time, it's fine. I can be like, OK, it's a wrap because the first time. There was something that you did that was off-putting to me, so we called it. I called it. You were not okay with it. I fell back. Now the second time the shit happens, it's just clearly not going to work. Like, we gave it a second go. We really tried the thing. It's just not going to work. So I think I need, I need two times. I've never hit three. Oh, I've hit three. Mm-hmm. I've never had three. Mm-hmm. Multiple times. Um, I think my I'm average is three. I'm not saying I could never hit three. Mm-hmm. I think I'm my average I is three. Yet. No, and it, you may not. And that would be really good of you. But yeah, I've hit three multiple times. I think three is my average. Three is probably my average if I'm looking back at my history. Mm-hmm. Because I think the more toxic the relationship at its core the more times yeah it just gets hard because it's like um 
I don't know. There are so few people in this world that I like that when I meet somebody that I like, I'm like, well, you're a flawed human, but you're better than all of these other flawed humans. I like you. Exactly. I feel that same way. Yeah. It's hard. Now, would you stay with Will Smith slash would you stay with Jada if you were each of them because they've had a very public on and off we were separated what did he do bad and what did she do bad well this is a whole other episode but yeah you know the rumors are they both gay they both gay that's the rumors um but she had that whole thing with august alcina yeah i know um, that part yeah uh, she What's the thing? It was an, was, an entanglement. Was she, entanglement. An entanglement. Yeah. Um, and the most recently, Jada went on this interview. I forget what the, the people's were. An interview that was public on Peacock TV. People paid to watch it. And she said all this stuff like, me and Will weren't even together when he slapped Chris Rock. <laughs> we weren't even together at that time. I thought it was a skit. And then I realized it wasn't a skit when he came and sat back down. She said a whole lot of stuff in the interview. She said she thinks Tupac is her soulmate. Well, there's a lot of blind items about Will Smith, about how he's, like, very controlling and, like, insane. Um... I'm going to plug another podcast right now. Celebrity Memoir Book Club, one of my favorite podcasts. The girls who kind of made me want to have a podcast. They have an episode about Will Smith's biography. And they give you all of the all of the celebrity blind item tea on Will in the episode. Mm. I mean, personally... No, they shouldn't even, no, those two, no, 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 no. Your kids already don't, you're not staying together for the kids because the kids emancipated themselves from you. So like, what are you staying together for? I don't know. Just kick it. It must make money somehow, but. (laughs) It keeps them, it keeps them in people's heads. We're talking about them right now. Mm Mm-hmm. That's true. Okay. Now, what if you had, so. There's Lil Durk in India, not me, India, the other India, the what other also about? equally as gorgeous India. Um, well, Dirk has like six other kids, I think, that aren't hers, and they have one kid together. She has one kid, not with him, and they have a very public relationship. He has three songs called India. There's India, there's India Part 2, and there's India Part 3. Sick. I know all of them because... Yeah, obviously you do. Yeah. Um, and so they very public relationship. They're like hood love, hood goals, whatever, whatever. And then they had a very public breakup and words were exchanged online, uh, shave room, all those types of things. She went on vacation for her birthday to Bali and was making TikToks like, oh, I'm never coming home, all this stuff. But then now they're back together. So if you have a kid uh, with someone, yeah. do you think that all would they, All that she would did was make a TikTok? No, she, she's not coming home? No, she, there was more. We're we're summarizing for the sake of she... Well, then I can't make a... Well, they broke up. We don't know exactly why they broke up, but I think it was because he was probably telling her she can't go outside and stuff. Okay. So would I say with him, 
if he was telling me not to go outside. Mm-hmm. And then they had a baby. And we had a but baby they had together. A baby, yeah. Is he providing for me? Is yeah. he doing a good job at it? Mm-hmm. Do I have a nice life inside? Is he nice to me? He be outside. He be going. He He's be outside. in the recruiting recruit studio. Side. Yeah. Uh, it's real hard to say. <sighs> it's real hard to say on that one. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have enough information. But she's free now. She go outside and stuff now. So she get it. I mean. It worked. Her little, her breakup. Yeah. To make up, it worked. I'm glad that she got what she yeah. wanted. And I've heard that, you know, people can make relationships work after breaking up. Okay. I've heard. Okay, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys. I went through a big breakup like a year ago, so I didn't have to do any research for this because a year ago I was in a heartbroken person spiral and I did all of my research then. Okay. You know, when you get real down bad and you're fucking Googling articles like, are we going to get back together? A quiz probability of... Is my real, you have you ever been that down bad? Not since I was like nineteen. I've been that down bad twice. I that I was twenty the first time I was that down bad. It was like my first serious boyfriend, and then a year ago I was that down bad. Mm-hmm. And then I second more serious boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. I've been down bad, but. The quizzes, not in it's a like long a coping time. mechanism. Like right when it happens, like a a month into the breakup, like I'm not doing that shit. But like when shit's falling apart in real time, I'm like, I need to turn my brain off, and I need this little quiz to tell me what my future is. So, going into when shit is falling apart in a relationship or situation ship, how do you know when it's time to let go? When I want to break up with you and I've been wanting to break up with you and there's some, there's something that happens that pushes it over the edge. Like there, there's a feeling that's sitting within me already of like, uh, I just know this isn't it. And then I can stay in the, I know this isn't it, but things are cool for a little bit. Um, but then like a transgression occurs and that's like the out. We've had this conversation before. Where it's like with the wrong person, you'll always have a reason to mm-hmm. end it. Like they'll always do something that gives you an out. And so in the times where I'm the person who's breaking up with someone, I already kind of know like I don't think we're going to line up. And then you do something and then that's my out. I think I operate that same way. Well, you're the one who put that idea into my mind. Mm -hmm. So that's how I operate is I always have this gut 
instinct feeling that the person is not my person. I just know already from the start, really. I might be like, oh, I have a little crush. Ha ha ha. I like this person. But I know it's not, it's not it for real. And in my head, I'm like, well, you know, the benefits are outweighing the cons. We just going to let this happen. We're going to live in la-la delusional. Miss Lulu is going to be prancing around until the cons start to weigh, outweigh the pros. And then when I start to see that happen, especially if the person starts to bring out a side of me that I don't like to be brought out, like my toxic side. Because I would say normally I'm not toxic, really. But if they start to bring out that toxic side, I'm like, it might be time to pack it up. It might be time to let this show get on the road. That's a good point. And you go do what you're doing. And I constantly reassess that in my little situations and relationships are are these benefits now coming down yeah i don't know that i always know like a definitive this is not my person and i don't know i'm kind of a fickle bitch like in one moment, I might be like, this is not my person. And then, like, I'll gaslight myself and I'll be like, but this is so good and this is so good and, like, maybe. And that's why I'm the queen of a fallback. Ah! Yeah, I love a fallback. I don't love it, but I entertain the fallback. I entertain the fallback, but that's out of boredom or loneliness or needing something from wanting something because I never need none of y'all let me make that yeah. clear but out of wanting something from the person then I might do a fallback but I know or maybe I just want control of the narrative Maybe I want it to be like, yeah. I'm not, no. Yeah. I am not the devising. I am like. I, try, I definitely have, my, my ego is definitely a thing that is active and alive for sure. No, for me, it's like very simple. It's like, I miss this person. They miss me. Let's see each other. Mm. Yeah. I'm not that simple. I'm so simple. Mm-mm. I am so simple. I have like a boy brain, to be honest. I have a boy brain. I'm so serious. Like when it comes to relationships, at least I'm like very simple minded. I'm like that bad, that good, bad outweigh good, break up, good outweigh bad, stay together. Also, to the extent of, like, when you're not with me, you don't exist. Like, I don't care what you're doing out in the world. I don't care who you're texting. I don't care. who. Like, obviously, I'm trusting you to be a good partner to me. 
But like, I'm never, ever, 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 ever going through a person's phone. I'm never, ever being investigative. Because at that point, like, we're just not together. Like, if I was ever to the point where I felt like I needed to do that with you, it's just never gotten to that point because we're already broken up. I'm not entertaining somebody who I feel like I need to do that shit to. So, yeah. yeah. I'm, I agree. And I also feel like God always presents me with the information that I need to know. So why would I ever go looking for yeah. stuff? Like, I'm, I don't have the capacity. I don't have the time. I don't have the urge. I don't care. If it's something that I need to know, something that needs to be revealed to me, it will be revealed to me in due time. So I don't really get into that whole looking through the phone. And I, yeah. I, I am really not for it. I don't believe in it. Um, I think in relationships, you should be independent people that have come together as a union. And you can't be independent people if y'all have the same phone, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> like, you yeah. have your own inner life. I have my own inner life. And, like, that's all there is to it. You'll tell me what you want to share with me. I am, like, an intuitive person. I can sense a shift in energy. Mm-hmm. And ask you about it. And ask you about it. I don't need to go through your and phone. And then we can have a conversation about whatever. But, yeah, it's so funny because, like, I think I'm a very good communicator. I think I'm really good about being forthright with, like, this is how I feel about this thing. This is how it made me feel. This is what I expect. Um, and, like... I think I feel a lot of shame in the fallback because I am a good communicator and I've like communicated to you at some point that something that you were doing was wrong and harmful to me. And now I'm falling back on you. I'm kicking it with you again after I already told you that you did something that was bogus. So like now am I not valuing myself enough to stay away from somebody who did something that was wrong? And it's like not necessarily, oh, you did something wrong to me. It's like you have a behavior that I won't tolerate in my life. So like I think my issue when I go back to somebody, like the internal struggle that I have is like, Oh, I am not being true to like a earlier version of myself or like I'm overlooking something right now because I want good feelings. Um, but that's life. That's everybody. So whatever I'm doing, I'm going to keep on doing it until it's not working anymore, you know? I think that's the key is be honest with when it's not working anymore and constantly evaluate and know, hmm, I know this is not a good decision and I am going to do it. But don't be so delusional that you think that you're making a good decision. Mm -hmm. Do not be that delusional. Know that it's going to end again. Know that the person – 
has not in the situations we and you are talking about. Yes. I do understand that there are some times where you need space from your partner and I think like in a serious relationship, a marriage, a marriage or- where it's like, okay, this thing happened. We're going to take space. I think that there are instances where you mm-hmm. can go back and it's not like a but the I mean yeah the we're not talking about those times we're talking we're, about uh like more casual mm-hmm. in this moment or even if it's just something that you know is <clears throat> never going to serve you but you've stayed for other reasons like if you have a baby mother a baby father and you're staying because you are comfortable with them you have a child with them and you want the child to have both the parents together but you know it's not serving you because he beat your ass once a week it's time to go and it doesn't matter that it's serious yeah uh, uh, yeah i mean we're just talking about yeah we're talking about a very specific type of thing where you know you're not supposed to be with any but yeah you're still doing it um now you sound like you stay in touch, right? You said you stay in touch with them. I stay in touch. Because it's if, not... If they're hitting me up, mm-hmm. if I end things with you, this is like my line. I'm like, okay, not even if I end things with you. If we broke up, I'm not talking to you. If we broke up, we can stay mutuals. We can stay following each other. But like, I am not swiping up on you. I... I'm going to try to, like, distance myself. But the minute you start hitting me up, the minute you start falling back on me, I'm like, oh, I'm going to respond. I'm going to, you know, engage with this again. So if I break up with somebody and they, like, cold end it on their part, like, we're good. We don't ever need to talk again. That's cool. I have no problem with that. But, like, if we end it and then you are still, like, messaging me, oh, my gosh. I'm, like, telling people how to manipulate me into staying in contact with them. Um, I'll respond. God, I'm a human. Mm -hmm. I'm just a girl. I'm big on the blacklist when I know I will fall. If I know when they reach out to me, I will fall back into that pattern. And I know that pattern's really, really, really not good for me. Blockity block block. The block list is the best feature to come out in our modern times. I really believe that. I really feel that. Because I know they want to always circle back to see if you still dumb. And guess what? <laughs> I'm still boo-boo the motherfucking fool, okay? And I know that. I know that they're going to message me because they always circle back. They always do. I don't care. They always do. Yeah. And I know that I'm going to be boo-boo the fool. So let me just block that interaction from happening because we don't need to find out that I'm still dumb. I know already. So we could just... That's smart. But it's that depends. Like, if the thing is not that toxic, you just know it's yeah. not long term. I'm talking about things where I, I know I, I don't got no business I have talking with that man. Only blocked 
uh, an ex once. And it was because it was like the ending was really toxic where it was like, I don't need to stay in touch with you because we want two different things out of this. And like, I know that you're just gonna hang out with me for as long as I'll let you. But like for casual things, it's just a, oh, it's not going to happen. I'm not blocking. No, no, nah, I'm not a blocker. Mm, I'm it a takes blocker. a lot to get me to block. It like, does I not have to take be a lot. very emotionally confused to like feel the need to block somebody. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm I'm good on the block. I, I just it it helps me not be waiting or expecting you to reach out or seeing when you're gonna circle back. Let's just take all that out of it, and I'm a block, and I'm going to put it out of sight, out of mind type of thing. Yeah. Um, but that's what's helpful for me. When you are done, when it's been firmly established that, like, this is over, how do you cope with that loss of the person? So... There's a lot of different things that I do. I'm very in tune with my feelings. I'm a cancer, so very emotional, water sign type of thing. And I allow myself to feel grief because at the end of the day, you are losing someone who played a role in your life even if there were a lot of negative things that came with it, you're losing the things that you considered positive. Or for me, um, having ADHD routine is really important. And when you're in something serious with someone, you form a routine together. So then when you lose that support and you lose that routine, not only are you grieving, but you're also trying to readjust yourself and your routine. And it can throw things out of cycle and exacerbate your ADHD symptoms genuinely. Um, So I give myself grace, but I have to call on my friends and my support systems for help to spend time with them, to have things to do, to have set plans that are going to get me out of the house. I usually dive deeper into my creative hobbies that I have. I like cutting things out and taping them up, making vision boards, Diving into things that I can release energy. And then I do a lot of woo-woo stuff, letting go rituals. Um, There's a fire-burning ritual that I learned from my mom that's Native American. And you you sage and you write the stuff down that you're letting go of and you fold it, and you burn it, and you get yourself saged down. And I do that 
when things are really big and you may feel like a sense of discomfort at first, but that's because the emotions are moving through you as you're letting them go. Um, yeah, so that's what I do. Yeah, I feel like that's normal. I feel like that's like a normal, healthy person way to cope with the loss. Like uh, if I were to go on Google and Google... How should I get over my breakup? Like, I feel like that was a very wiki how list of suggestions <laughs> on how to get through it. I have no arguments. I just let myself be delusional. I let myself be fucking insane. Nobody knows that I'm fucking insane. It's like all internal. But like... I just let myself be batshit crazy when I'm going through a breakup. Like, outside, very composed, but internally, like, if I want to go to magic8ball.com and ask it, are we getting back together and put any stock in what this digitized computer is telling me, I'm going to let myself do that. And if I... Um, like have a fantasy of you getting mugged or like getting a DUI or like getting some charge that gets you fired from your job. Like if that's a fantasy that I used to cope, so be it. Like I just let my mind be my sick diseased mind but externally like I very much maintain my composure and then I cry I like to cry it feels so good I love to cry so like if I can get myself to start crying I know I have an option to like tune into myself and control my emotions I don't want to do that I want to control them to the adverse effect. Like, I'm going to put on music that makes me feel fucked in the head. And I'm going to cry even harder. And I'm going to wake up the next day and not think about you for, like, two weeks, probably. So, I don't know. Everybody copes in their own way. I support the woman's choice to cope how she will. Um, I support a feral, delusional state at the end of a relationship as part of the grieving process. I have a problem with wanting to take karma into my own hands because... I'm not trying to do anything to anybody. I'm just thinking about No, it. I said I. Okay. That was an I statement. Yeah, so was a you. I used my proper I statements. I have a problem with trying to take karma into my own hands. I don't have this whole delusional thing in my brain in this instance because I am delusional, but not in that way. Because I will be thinking about how can I make sure that karma meets you right now? 
right now. I need you to know at this very moment that you, you lost the fuck baddest bitch in the entire fucking world and you will known. never everybody in your family thinks you're so stupid yeah and, and i need you to know i need yeah. you to know and i will and i also need you to know not to play with me because sometimes i might feel like you played in my face and i need you to not do that because i'm the wrong one i'm not the one i'm not the one but i'm also not the two but don't play with me and that's not a good thing because karma acts on her own good time and being someone who likes to take karma into their own hands i can be very reactive um so considering that i am reactive and i know that i want this person to really feel how dumb they are i also will write something that a therapist told me was write a letter to the person obviously don't send it but write it and say all the things you want to say, like, fuck you, you ain't shit, boom, boom, boom. And then write what you would wish that they would say back to you Oh, in their perspective. Like, oh, India, I did this because I hate myself. <laughs> I actually hate myself. And I don't think I deserve you. You're too good for me. And I knew I was never going to be shit. And instead of saying that, I hurt your feelings by doing this. And you write what you wish that they would say back to yourself. And it kind of helped for somebody like me who was just really want to take karma into their own hands. Because that can get kind of dangerous. So Yeah. And this advice or, I don't know, permission to cope how you will isn't just for relation romantic relationships specific breakups i think it goes for workplace breakups or family breakups friend breakups like no matter what it is that's leaving you still feel that loss and you're still gonna cope in the same way they might not have the same weight but like I've definitely had friendships end that made me be like, oh, my God, I feel so crazy because I I've never had like a nasty, nasty fallout. But I do a friendship fall. I do a friendship fallback also. Like, am I mm -hmm. getting a fight with somebody? We don't talk for a while. But then like the creeping back. So my patterns are consistent along like whatever bad situation even work like I had a terrible job and a terrible boss that I hated and I would tell everybody how horrible it was and how much I hated him and then work ended I quit my job and lo and behold we're still sliding up on each other's shit a few years later, even though I didn't even like you in the moment. So I don't know. Uh, everything we're saying here is 
applicable to every avenue of life. I just want to to call that out. Yeah, which could be a whole other episode in itself. I think with friendship breakups or platonic relationship breakups, they are just as painful, if not even more, because... You don't expect an ending with those. You don't don't consider it to be a possibility. And we don't talk about the grief that comes from that. And I don't think we've had enough conversations as a society on normalizing ending friendships because people are here in our lives for either a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And most people will not be the lifetime and we have to honor where we are in our journeys and let go of those friendships that may no longer be serving us anymore just the same as with a non-platonic relationship so I definitely think that's just a whole other topic we could get into I never really verbalized like a friendship breakup it's just something that happens on both people's ends of like oh we're not maintaining this thing anymore I have never had a situation where like I'm like you fucked up so count me out on this uh so I don't feel like I have a ton of experience to be able to like speak to it because it's also like If neither of you are, like, really putting the effort into maintaining it, it could just be, oh, we're putting this on pause for a little bit. I feel like I'm a for-lifer in my relationships, kind of, like, I have the same people in my life that I'm close to that I had that I was close to in eighth grade and ninth grade. And, like, we might be very different people now. We might have different interests, but, like... You've been in my life for that long. You're like a sister to me. I'm going to forgive shit of you. I'm going to like, I don't know. I don't have that same viewpoint, but that's for another discussion. Yeah. That is for another discussion. I'm extremely forgiving. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. (laughs) God forgives. I don't. Um, Okay. I do forgive. But the times I forgive, I'm only forgiving for my own personal benefit because holding on to stuff is not healthy for your own self. I'm not forgiving because I give a fuck about you. Um, So that's that. Yeah. Um, hmm, Closing out. Closing out. Housekeeping, any? I'm going to recap. Okay. Breakups. They happen they're inevitable you don't really plan for them but if you feel something listen to it pay attention to it turn it around in your hand a few times and I mean depending on the situation if it's like a casual thing Everybody hits me up to, like, I'm, like, chat GPT for breakup texts. Like, everybody. You are. Yes. Everybody hits me up to do a breakup text. So something we didn't get to, but we have a few minutes before we have to wrap, um, is, like, what mediums at what point is it appropriate to break up with? Like, 
when is a breakup text like bad play versus when is it okay to ghost versus when is a phone call okay versus when does it have to be in person? Um, I think the when you're just at the we've gone on a couple dates phase, honestly, do it however you want to do it. Send a text. Ghost. Ghost. I'm unfortunately a ghoster at that stage. I I just don't. I don't ghost. One thing about uh, me is I don't ghost. Yeah, you don't. But I f- I will ghost after one date. But even after one date, usually I'm like, "Hey, I'm so sorry. I didn't feel the vibe." Mm-hmm. Through a text, and that's good. I think that's what people should do. Um, if they can, if they have the capacity. Um, I think the when a phone call and a conversation is needed is when it's serious. Like you are really part of each other's lives and by it ending, a part of your life will be disrupted. I think that deserves a conversation. And I don't think that it should catch the person off guard. I think there should have been signs. I think there should have been conversations leading up to that if this person is really um, serious about you or if you had a serious connection. There should have been things that led up to that. Um, And I do think that deserves a phone call. So the text is for the in-between? Mm-hmm. Um, I do think I have like a, I have an exception for ghosting where it's like a mutual discare. Like there was a guy that I was going out with for like uh, a month or two and we had gone on quite a few dates together, but it felt like both of us were just like going on dates because it's like what you do as a young person not because we really were like that into each other and so at that point it was like uh oh do you want to go to dinner and the show and I was like no honestly I'm gonna do something else tonight and they were like okay well let me know when you want to see each other and then I just never followed up and they never followed up. So I'm like, okay, I, if you are hitting me up asking to hang out again, then I'll hit you with the no thank you text. But like, if I just didn't reschedule and you never reached out to me to make something happen again, like clearly neither of us cared enough. So it doesn't matter. We can just act like nothing happened here. I agree. I think know your audience. Know the level of the relationship that you were in and do the right thing. I've had people who I don't think it's serious. I send them a breakup text and then they're like, I think it's really inappropriate that you did this over text. Like, I think this should have been an in-person conversation. And I'm like, why? 
What would have been different? Yeah, I think that's just it's like ego a, yeah. and and things like that. And I can't be responsible for your ego. Yeah, you also can't be responsible for like being perfect all the time. You're going to hurt somebody's feelings inevitably. Yeah. So. It is what it is. I don't know, guys. Break up. Seriously, if you're even thinking about it, just do it. This is a sign to just break up. Um, I know it's scary, especially if it's like a serious thing and you've been in it from when you were young and like this is how you've adapted to your adult life but I did it and I promise like it's okay and you're gonna be fine and you're gonna be like a smarter person and a more interesting person because you have learned to exist outside of another person um yeah I I'm pro breakup just do it if you have thought about it just do it and then you know down the road if you're meant to be you'll get back together yeah okay that's how I feel okay okay I do want to give a caveat things in life can be hard and you don't just end things just because it's a hard time people excuse not wanting to do the work with choosing themselves i'm like "Mm, no do the work and know the difference don't use this episode as an excuse to end something because it's a difficult time with your soulmate but that's what that's all you know you know if you are the problem or if the relationship is the problem so if the problem is like you have a lot going on internally and you are using this relationship as the scapegoat to not do your self-work like I don't know you know it but maybe you won't learn the lesson you need to unless you end something with a good person and I don't know I think that everything works out how it's supposed to everything washes out but I just wanted to give that disclaimer but that's just me yeah um my Be a good person. If you're not feeling something with somebody, use your words and tell them. Like, be a grown-up. But that's pretty much it. Otherwise, listen to yourself. Do what you want to do. But you're not going to want to send the breakup text. If you don't want to send it, you can DM us. I have a template that I can send you. It's a very nice message about how I don't want to see you anymore. I've used it before. But the thing is, you actually have to send it. No, I said, no, I did send it before. I wasn't talking to you. Oh, I was talking okay. to them. Okay. Because there was that one time you sent it to me and I didn't and send, you didn't it. send it. Yeah. <laughs> but you do have to send the message in order for it to be over. You can't just let it sit. But. Thank you so much for tuning in. I know that you guys like to hear dating advice from us for some reason. Um, If you want more of it in the future, give us topics. What do you want to know about? I don't think I'm that good at it, but I'm happy to 
I'm happy to memes about it. Um, give us five stars. Follow us on Instagram at Another Girls Podcast. Follow us on TikTok at Another Girls Podcast. You can find both of our personal accounts there. Um, yeah, that's all. All right. Bye. Bye.